Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find this Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Yeah, and say say a little bit about um, how you mentioned it is so important that this word brings up mother and father. Oh, yeah. I, I just, that just knocked my socks off when I started really doing that work, you know, is from your study in, in the Hebrew scriptures that the gifts that come to us from those scriptures are wrapped up in, you know, a profound patriarchy, you know, and so we have to sometimes dig as women to find our stories and the ways that God is lifting them up and kind of trying to break through. You know, we, I think some of us were even told that patriarchy was God's will. But you look at it. You look at a at a passage like this, at the in, the in this fundamental values of God that the ten words are, and you begin to see God chipping away at that notion. You know that indeed patriarchy is not God's will. That that there is this equity at work in the heart of God for the valuing of life and the valuing of stories, and and I think this is crucial, and for the the valuing of the wisdom that the stories that of our stories regardless of our gender our gender identification or whatever you know that it is the humanity that is in us that is in the image of god and that is to and the stories that we carry in these bodies that we live in are what are valued and that's what brings us to life it's not just a matter of biology. It is, it's a, it is a bigger thing than that. I can't even imagine. I, I didn't find a lot even in the ancient rabbis that I read of you know, reflecting on why it was that God would do this outlandish thing at this moment in time. And it was an outlandish thing. I mean, women were chattel. They were loved and they were part of things, but they were also less than. And they weren't allowed to testify and their stories were, their names weren't recorded and all of that. And in this fundamental vision that God has for the beloved community, God says, you know what? Uh Uh-uh. Everybody's story, all stories are to be honored. And all wisdom that is brought into the community is that brings to life is to be honored. I think that's huge. So in talking about community, this idea of community within this word that God gives us um, keeps coming up, right? Um, Talk to me a little bit about, I I sensed you bringing forth the idea of intergenerational 
opportunities. And Mm -hmm. what could you say about that? Because I think that um, at least the life that, that we live sometimes, there are people who don't have family that are close by and other people are kind of filling in those shoes of, of grandparent roles. Yeah. Um, And at the same time, they're trying to, you know, families are also trying to keep grandparents, biological Mm -hmm. grandparents Mm -hmm. or whomever in the, in the Mm -hmm. loop of what's going Mm -hmm. on in life Mm -hmm. um, and maintain that connection, which is clearly so important. And, you know, my, my hope is that that those grandparents are deepening relationships with other young people there. Exactly. Fulfilling that role for somebody else, knowing exactly. that it won't take the space of their other, you know, right. that's, that's moved away. Does that make sense? Am I yeah, it does make sense. As a grandparent who has just moved across country from her two grandchildren, um, there is this sense, I just, the, there's a part of me that just feels rootless and bereft because I'm not closer to where the girls are. But there's also that part of me that knows that the the grandma in me, the Gigi in me, is not restricted only for Penelope and Melody, you know. And so I look as I go around, mostly in church, because that's kind of where my life is, you know. But I look for opportunities to um, interact and to get to share stories. Um, and I found in my church in California that there were a lot, we had, we didn't have just a ton of kids, but the kids that we did have in our church, a number of them came from very chaotic circumstances, um, parents incarcerated and not knowing who, you know, even biological parents were and, and all of that story. And I observed this wasn't anything that we just set out to do, but but I observed just naturally in the body life of the church that um, grandmas who were and grandfathers too who were far away from their biological children adopted the kids. They sat with them. They taught them how to act in church. They you know they sent them cards. They went to their games. They you know, they, they just kind of were in loco parentis, if you will, in the body. And I think that's one of the gifts that the church brings, that we can, you know, we can share that wisdom and share those roles in community. It's also some, a gift that I think we give to parents, and we have to be trustworthy for this to happen, but for them to be able to trust that the the people in the congregation can come alongside them in their parenting and and that it is not all up to them every single minute of the day or night to catch every behavior to teach every lesson to never miss a teachable moment and all that kind of stuff to just just give it give each other a break from time to time You know, Jen, I thought of something else, too, that I think is so important, particularly for uh, parents of young children. Uh I think it is so, so important for them to have adult time. 
I think that's one of the ways that um, God continues to parent us is in the nurturing relationships that we that we build. Um, just because we're parents doesn't mean that we are that we no longer need the nurturing parenting and and the wisdom of other folk. And it's so easy, it was so easy for me in ministry to think, well, I just don't have time. But to do that, I think, would would have been to say to God, um, I don't make a priority the life that you are trying to nurture for me, the, the gift of life that you provide for me. I'm too important to make that a priority. And I, I, I think we do that with God so often. God's trying to get through to us in such gentle, nourishing ways, and we're just too busy, or we're just too important, or we're just too tired. We're just wiped out. And so that, that those angel visitations um, of you know, divine parenting and skin, um, we don't take the time to do that. You can just put yourself last, and I think that's a violation of this commandment. Um, I think that's that's beautifully said. I, I think that, and and I mentioned to the you know we've kind of talked about this a little bit. I, I think that a lot of parents with young children are really struggling with mm-hmm. how to honor their own parents mm-hmm. and keep their family household together exactly meaning exactly I mean all the things you're just talking about Mm -hmm. and and it is just so overwhelming but you know I hope that uh at least pondering the notion that as a parent as an adult you we each still need exactly what we are so longing to give our own children we each need that down to the core of our being. We need that. I'm 65 years old. I need that. You know, um, it, it doesn't go away. That's what, you know, I think, you know, why this is at the core of God's values for the beloved community, to honor the life givers. We spin apart as a community when we can't do that. We spin apart as a soul when we won't allow that. Um, so I, I really think that that's an important thing for people to at least entertain the notion that it is written in stone that you honor the life that God gives you by allowing the parent God to continue to parent you and to stitch up that which has been torn asunder. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, reach out. Check out secondpreslr.org for my contact information, or you can find me in the Facebook group. I hope that you'll take five with us again.